Hey you, Nina here. You are officially listening to Triggered Can We Play With That wherever you get your podcasts. And for all you empowered humans out there who are following me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina, congrats to you because you know that we have some free goodies coming this month. We are bringing back the free empowerment workshops, y'all. I'm very excited. We had five at the end of the year. We took some time to reassess and they are coming back. So there's a little bit of knowledge drop. I'll give a little bit more information toward the end of the episode on that. If you are looking for the free empowerment workshops, we got you. It's coming back this March, folks. But for now, we are here on Triggered. Can we play with that? And this episode is asking you if you are triggered by the idea or the feelings around insecurity and security, then I am curious can you play with that today? Because that is what we're going to be leaning into. I am going to be sharing some personal stories. So if you are not about my personal stories, this may not be the episode for you. You can say, I do not consent to listen in and I'll catch you in the next episode. But if it is, uh, we are going to be reviewing an old episode that was very popular and I am going to be sharing a new moment with you as well. So again, If that's your jam, you know that we're not going to cover everything, but we are going to cover at least one facet around security and insecurity. So grab your journals or a really good friend to dialogue with what comes up for you in this episode, because of course, you know, I am curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Let's take a breath. Mm. Mm. I think I really needed that breath today. I hope that you certainly took the breath as well, because breath work is a fantastic skill to have, but not the focus of this episode. So of course we are exploring insecurity versus security, right? And this is story time. Uh, I did a previous episode that I am going to actually do a bit of a review on here. You can go back and listen to that episode. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes for you. But in that episode, what I was sharing about was my insecurity specifically my insecurity as a mother. In the episode, I was sharing about how I was trying to make some t-shirts for my daughter's birthday. And I made a t-shirt for me and for my partner. And I made one for my ex-husband. And I wanted one for my ex-husband's girlfriend as well, right? Or partner in this case. I'm not really sure how they identify at this point. However, I wanted all of us to have t-shirts, right? I wanted this to be in on it. I'm big on family. I'm big on team. And as I'm trying to design this t-shirt, I notice my little trigger monster popping up and it's over there. And it's like, Nina, we can't have her shirt look better than yours. We can't even have her shirt look like yours. Her shirt has to be a lesser version than all the other shirts. In fact, both of their shirts do because they're a different team than you and your partner. Do we see all this like 
super powered, right? Dynamics here, the willingness to put somebody else down and, and make them appear as if they're lower. All of this, my friends, when you feel this is insecurity raising its head on up high and telling you what you should do so that you can minimize somebody else and feel a little bigger yourself. Unfortunately, this is an illusion uh, in the long-term aspect of things, and that feeling is only thinking short-term. So I digress. We'll go back to the story. I am there trying to make these shirts, and I am going back and forth with a designer, and I'm like, well, I want mine to be a T-Rex, but hers shouldn't be a T-Rex. Can we make it like a T, like a, not a Tyrannosaurus, what's the word I'm looking for? A Triceratops? (laughs) Both T's, y'all. Can we make it like a Triceratops? No. Can we make it like an herbivore? Can we, right? I am seriously at that point in my process was trying to work through feeling really insecure, honestly, about my role as a mother in this, right? And so you can definitely hear more on that episode. If you head back to that again, it'll be in the show notes, but that is a recap on how insecure I was feeling at the moment that I couldn't even have our shirts appear to look the same now, you know, ruining the end of the story there. I did manage to work my way through that so that I felt really good about all of the shirts. We're going to come back to that. So put that on the shelf right now, because today's story fast forward and everything uh, is a more recent one. And instead of the insecure moments, right, I'm going to share with you a secure moment I had secure moment. I am taking a shower and I'm doing my thing. And my little one is outside of the shower and she's bringing things to the tub's edge. And she's asking me, can I bring this in the tub, mommy? Can I bring this in the tub, mommy? And of course my responses are, you can't bring that because that one's metal. You can't bring that one because it's paper. And then the next thing she brings up is a necklace and it's a gold bead necklace. It's got string. It's nothing particularly special to the outside eye, uh, but of course to a three-year-old, right? And to any human being, right? There could be an internal specialness, right? To this. And of course, that's what happens here. She holds this up and she says, can I take this one in the shower, mommy? And I say, baby, I wouldn't take that one in the shower because it's made of string and the string might get really icky in the water. And then you might not have a necklace anymore. And she looks down like she's really sad. And then she looks up at me and she holds the necklace to her chest. And she says to me, and I quote, mommy just gave me this necklace. Mommy just is my heart. And when I tell you that I was so full of warmth and love and openness and security folks in that moment, to hear my three-year-old say she feels so safe, so connected to another human being that just so we're clear, this is my ex's uh, partner, right? That she feels so close to this human being that she can share that intimate knowledge with me that this, this person she sees is a part of her heart. I felt nothing but love in that moment. And my response was in kind, you know, I'm so glad to hear that baby. We definitely don't want to mess up that necklace then. I don't know that I can truly express in words to you the value of being secure like I was in this moment and the ability to recognize when I am insecure, like in the previous moment I shared. If I were to take these stories 
and offer them to you now as I have, as I've laid them out to you and ask you to put yourself in these shoes. Here is the main lesson that we're looking at, folks. I owned my truth in both of these moments. Moment A, I was insecure. That's my truth. That's the way that it was. Moment B, I was secure. That is my truth. That's the way that it was, right? And both of these things were true. But the lesson that I want to offer you, right? And this is an offering, of course, if it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work. But if it does, here it is. Because when you own your truth, as I have done, you can move through. And the truth of these moments, when I look back at both of them is, in one, when I was insecure, I was trying to fit in as mother. Whereas in two, where I was secure, I belonged as mother. Does this make sense to you? This idea that you may be, in fact, in your own life, trying to fit in as something as opposed to belonging as something. This is a critical distinction, in particular in the work that I do helping people to heal from their invalidation and identity trauma, right? Moments where they've been put down over and over for a particular role or facet of how they human in this world. So as we move forward, my adventure challenge already, we're flipping the script here. My adventure challenge to you is if you notice that you are minimizing yourself or that you are willing to minimize someone else, are you calling it as it is? Because in the case of the first story, I was willing to minimize another human being so that I could feel more secure. I am glad that I processed through that insecurity to get back to my own security, but you know what it took? It took me being willing to own the truth, the uncomfortable truth. I was feeling insecure. I am so human. We are so human. But I had to be courageous enough to be curious about that and keep following it through so that I could get back to my security. So that's if you're willing to minimize somebody else. I want you to start calling a spade a spade and recognize it. Are you trying to put somebody else down so that you can feel more secure? That's short term, y'all. That is a short term thing. If you recognize that you're willing to minimize yourself so that somebody else can feel secure, I want you to start calling that out as well. Either way, whether you minimize yourself or whether you minimize somebody else, we are keeping up a powered and oppressive dynamic in our lack of ability or capacity or willingness to take up the space that is ours. And I'm not talking about taking over space. I mean, take up the space that is yours, that is your truth, that is your right. So that is my adventure challenge for the upcoming week for you to recognize whether you are minimizing yourself so that somebody else can feel more secure or whether you are minimizing someone else so that you can feel more secure. I want you to just ask yourself, once you've recognized that dynamic, is it intentional? Is it aligned with who you are? Is it in integrity with how you intend to exist as a human being on this planet? And I know that question may sound big, but that is exactly the question I want you to ask yourself. Are you existing as you intend to exist, my friend? Are you existing as an empowered human being? So 
That is my adventure challenge and what I have to offer you today, folks. Thank you so much for listening and exploring your triggers as a human being, right? This takes curiosity and it takes some play. I did tell you that I was going to tell you about the free workshop. So I will go ahead and do that now. It's just about empowerment. You get the skills. I want you to have these dialogues, right? I want you to keep this conversation going. The empowered human movement takes people to move it. Yes. So I will have that up on my Instagram and future episodes up. I will have it on the show notes so that you can RSVP um, and even to get access to the replay, right? We'll drop a little bit of knowledge. I'll hear from some of you, some of your challenges. So we can actually maybe workshop them in the, the free workshop. And then we move on. Yes. You have a few more tools. You spread the empowerment word and you end up, yes. And I am not going to be exaggerating when I say this here, liberating yourself to exist as an empowered human being instead of a powered human being. So be sure to follow me on Instagram at drama therapist. Nina, if you're not on Instagram, special call out for you, you can text me your email, text it to me, and I will get you on that. Let me know what you're RSVPing for (laughs) the upcoming empowerment workshop series, right? At 281-713-5165. Okay. That will also be in the show notes, that number, just in case you lost it, or you can, you know, dial back 10 seconds and it'll be there. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much again, you all for, for keeping it real with me and for taking a minute with me. Stay curious. Stay curious.